get to the money. Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host, Darius, and as always, drink responsibly. And y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and y'all make sure y'all like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark podcast YouTube channel. Tonight, I have a very, very special guest with me. Uh, she's a business owner. She's uh, very active in the community, and this is actually my first time meeting her, so this is going to be fun, you know, yeah. uh, she's meeting me for the first time. I mean, her for the first time. So I know y'all used to me uh, actually bringing people on that I've known for a minute or so, but this is going to be the first time ever I'm meeting somebody on my podcast. So I want everybody to give a, a, a big, big welcome to Miss Amina E. How's it going? <laughs> it's going all good. Everything all good. That's Thank you. That's Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. No problem. Uh, what you drinking on tonight? Tonight, I'm going to drink on a little menage a trois. <laughs> I like that. Moscato. I got you. And uh, tonight, y'all, I'm drinking on my Crown Royal Vanilla mixed with Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. And uh, tonight's episode is sponsored by Joe Shakinab at Shakinab.com. Go visit Shakinab.com for services, monthly updates, and contact information. Once again, visit Shakinab.com promoting leadership and scholarship. So Miss Amina, how how you doing this uh this evening? I'm doing quite well. A little tired, stayed up a little past my bedtime last night, but um <laughs> but I'm all good today. Thank God it's Friday. I made it. So yes, yes, uh I made it too. So <laughs> we're still we are still here. Uh so uh Miss Amina, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell the world you know who you are and what you do. Ooh, okay. I am Amina Ayowawi, and that's spelled E-Y-I-O-W-U-A-W-I. And it is a Nigerian name, come from Lagos, Nigeria. Um, my father is from born and raised in Nigeria. I was born um, in Chicago, Cook County Hospital, Chi-Town, Windy City, but raised in Kentucky, Old Hop Town. <laughs> um, and a uh, little bit about, oh, you can, my name is Amina Ayuawi, but everybody can call me Amina E. Most people know me as Amina E. Um, and I currently work in the banking industry. I've been in the banking industry for over 10 years and um, working on commercial side of things at a community bank. So community bank is my area of expertise and that's where I kind of um, have floated over the years within the community bank space. And I work as a portfolio manager for a community bank 
or somewhat some people call them underwriters. Um, and that's what I do for a living. But I also own um, a business that I started called Royal Aces Home Retreat, which is a short-term rental um, company that manages short-term rentals. I'm currently just my own. Um, I'm looking at expanding and um, venturing out into managing others. Um, and I'm highly involved in many activities within the community, but we'll get to that later. So, but that's basically me in a nutshell. Definitely, definitely. See, one thing we have in common, me and you, we were both uh, born in the Midwest, but we were raised down south. Oh, so yeah. oh yeah, that's where the was, country accent goes. Like I'm, I'm Nigerian, but uh, I'm from the city wind up north, but I'm real country. So I get people get a little confused when they see my name. I mean, hey, why are we everywhere? And they're thinking I'm about to talk Nigerian or uh, Yoruba, the Yoruba language. And I'm not doing any of that. I'm totally a country girl. <laughs> see, the thing about, like with me, I'm born in St. Louis. I was born in St. Louis, but I'm raised in Clarksville. So okay. that is kind of like, all right, cool, bet. Somebody else is raised in the Midwest and they raised down South. But here's the funny thing. I was actually going over your last name, right? Okay. With my wife. I actually got it right. Ah, you did. Say it for me one good time. Let me hear it. Was it? E oh, shoot. Uh -oh. Put me How on you the spot. get it right? You can't get it right now. Let's try it one more time. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Uh, you said E-O-Y or something like that? You close. Real close. Real close. You can say it with me, though. A. A. Yo. Yo. Why? Why? We. We. Hey, yo, why we? Okay, so that's what, at the beginning part, that's why I messed up. Yeah. I got it. It has a meaning. It has a meaning. It means say what you want, do what you want, but God's word is final. Man proposes, God disposes. And so that's what the meaning of my name means. Amina okay. means trustworthy. You can trust me. You know, trust me. Why have I got a meaning to that name? I don't know what my meaning to my name is i'm just there we gotta figure it out we can go google it real quick i'll google it later then i'll tell you what's <laughs> what but google tell us everything but like uh yeah i've been i'm gonna be real with you i've been getting real familiar with names now because i meet okay. a whole like different type of people you know they have that come from different backgrounds so i'm really i'm grasping the pronunciation and everything and all of that. So, well, can I share something with you? I have one What's... complicated name, and I'm still not good with names. Now, I I got mine down to the T, but I might not get everybody else's down to the T. So, just work with me. Bear with me. <laughs> hey, that's I'm what's up. On, working, I'm trying to be like you, right? Well, I can, you know, dissect the name real quick and be able to pronounce it the correct way. So. Definitely, definitely. And you know what? I got to give a shout out to uh, Miss uh, Jolie Frederick, who actually uh, recommended me to you. I think you were one of the winners for Best Dress at the African Fashion Show. Yeah, surprisingly so. I was actually in the first fashion show. Um, I was oh. not in the second one, but I was so happy of the turnout. That's my sister, Jolie. Um, I met Jolie at a... A Clarksville Young Professionals, because that's one of the um, networking for young professionals in Clarksville um, 
group I'm in. And we had a after hours uh, meetup and I saw Joe Lee standing there and I don't like nobody to be standing by themselves and feel a little awkward. So I walk up to her and I'm like, hey, because that's who I am. And she's like, I'm fine. And I was like, um, what's your name? And she told me, she told me her name and I still don't know. Like I told you, I'm working. I'm still, I'm trying to be like you. She told me her real name, but I cannot recall what it is at the moment. And I probably ain't gonna be able to pronounce it when she tell me. But <laughs> she said the shortened version is Jolie. So um, so uh, that's how we became friends because I I had um walked up to her just, you know, hey, you know, come walk with me. Let's introduce you to some people. And together we networked together. So been friends ever since. That's my girl. And uh, speaking of that, I actually have a gift for you. So <laughs> on behalf of uh, Jolie Frederick and Jolie's uh, Chateau here in Tennessee, Clarksville, Tennessee, I have a, a little gift set for you right here. So I would <laughs> drop this off to you. I as, was uh, not prepared already for that. I didn't think. <laughs> oh, so. I love her. She always coming up with some surprises for me. I tell you that she she is an amazing woman. So, um, just to give a little background, um, my father is from Nigeria, raised there, and everything. Um, lives in Chicago, Illinois. That's where most of my family resides. Um, and he came to visit me like a few weeks ago. Not longer now. I haven't seen my father since two thousand and nine, two thousand thirteen, maybe mm-hmm. um, for a split second. So when he came, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta treat him good." You know, him and my aunt and my cousins—they all came down to visit me for the first time. And uh, I talked to Jolie. I was like, "I don't know how to cook no African food," and she was like, "Oh, I got you. Just bring him over to my house." And when I tell you, she laid out a complete spread. Woo, that she 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 made it an amazing um time for me and a gathering for me and my family just opening up her house so she's awesome awesome woman awesome woman definitely definitely actually she uh, made something for me uh last year after made? the uh first uh fashion show um it What's was she something it was some type of it was like beef but it was real spicy. Ooh, it was some. What did it have some greens in it? I think she it made did. something. Ooh, I think it she did. Made something. It had some. It was green. It was spicy. But baby, whoo! It was real good. It was spicy, but it was good at the same. It was so delicious. Uh, she had me some. I ate goat meat for the first time. Didn't have that. And uh, foo foo. She. When I tell you, she laid out a spread. I had to send you some pictures uh, later on. <laughs> Just of the spread she made, she really did an amazing job. Definitely, oh. definitely. And you know, like I said, with the gift set, it was um, it was kind of like basically our idea because she was on uh, right before the fashion show, and I pretty much brought the idea to her. I'm like, you should do best dress, and whoever wins should come on my podcast. She ran with it, so that's why you here. Oh, my and- sister. <laughs> And not only that, but the gift, the gift set is all hers. I actually uh, used the body scrub myself. So. So you know how it feels. 
I know exactly how it feels. You that's know, awesome. I, that's awesome. I let my wife keep everything else, but the body scrub is mine. And I'm going to probably have to go back and get some more uh, when I get some <laughs> free time. So if not, I might just take yours. I'll give you everything I- else. <laughs> no, nah, I, I give it to you because it's, it's yours. I'm going to leave it alone. Oh, if you need it, I got you. I got you. I don't mind sharing, sharing the screen. That's what's up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, tell us, you know, I know you work in commercial banking, but you also started your own business. Why did you decide to start your own business? Ooh, good question. Um, so I guess it kind of goes back to high school years. I was out on the porch with my friends. And I'm like, they was like, what you want to be when you grow up? I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Um, but hey, I, and I, it just came to me like, I want to be in real estate. I want to be a real estate investor. And um, um, that I, I, I went to college, Murray State, yo ops. <laughs> I, I got, I got. Grad. Well, yeah, I am an OSP grad, but just real quick, I was actually recruited by Murray State. Basketball. I got my first letter in 2005, my junior year in high school. And, you know, I decided to go to school in St. Louis and then transfer back home to Austin P. So, okay, okay. Yeah, Murray and Austin P got this rival thing going on. So, not much of a rivalry, but okay. I know because most of the people here in Clarksville are definitely Austin P grads, but, you know. It's all right. It's a few of us Murray State sprinkled around here. But um, but yeah, so I went and I graduated uh, with my master's in 2009, got into banking around 2011, um, and been doing that ever since. Purchased my house at the age of 31. And I was like, well, oh, my son. Um, well, not before my son even graduated. So Rewind. Do you remember the eclipse? I remember that. Yeah. We had the big eclipse back in 2017. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought my house in 2016. And I was like, oh, like I'm a numbers girl. I love numbers. Okay. It kind of excites me these numbers and stuff. And um, I was hearing that Tennessee and Kentucky was the big place to go for this eclipse. And so um, with that being said, I'm like, well, you know, hey, I need to, I need to rent out something, the, the backyard, the front yard, what y'all need, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and then I started to hear people talk about how they were booking their homes and booking rooms and um, was making a thousand dollars a night. I said, I just want a little piece of the cake. Can I get a little piece? You know, I'm graduate. I got student loan debt, you know, by my house, you know, I don't mind adding to the pot over here, you know? So um, I ended up renting out my house for Airbnb, um, on Airbnb um, during 2017. Um, and it, everybody was scared. Everybody, oh man, why would you do that? You have such a beautiful home, you know? Um, who would do that? Don't nobody do that. I'm like, I don't care what y'all talking about. Like, I done did so many different business ventures just 
I'm a serial entrepreneur. I just dibble and dabble in things, but I got my primary job in banking because that's what I like to do is stability. I can't get away from my stable job until I, you know, can secure something more secure, but I like to dibble and dabble. So um, over time I have dibbled in multi-level marketing. I done dibbled in Uber driving. I done did all kinds of stuff. So fast forward to 2017, I decided to go on Airbnb my space and made a nice little penny on the weekend. And I was like, well, well, I made more of that weekend. Then I did working two jobs. Now I'm a single mom. I um I have a 22 year old son right now. I have really? him at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. And I'm about so, to say you don't look like you have a grown son. Don't be the same, but I do. Got caught early, so. But yeah, at the age of 16, I had my baby, and um, and so. Well, I don't lost train of thought where I was going with that. 2017, did the Airbnb. Everybody was scared, but they always been scared of everything. People put fear on you, is what uh-huh. I have learned through my many ventures. Um, from when I was Ubering, everybody, my boyfriend at the time, he would send me messages like, oh, look, this, this happened to this Uber driver. My mom, oh, Lord, look what this happened to this Uber driver. And I'm talking about they in New York, in Clarksville, Tennessee. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna pray about it. We're gonna keep it going. And I did. I had the best time. And that's when I realized like people will put their fears on you. Um, so you gotta, you know, think for yourself. I know um it was it wasn't a cash business, so I wasn't worried about getting robbed and things like that. And if they took the car or whatever, it was a Toyota Camry, you know. It, it's, we'll be okay. I'll be okay. Just let me have a life. But I had the best experience doing Uber. Now, I didn't do it for a long time, maybe about five to 10 times in between that range. But but I did it. It was something I did. Made money. I'm like, okay, I tried it. Did MLM. Oh, okay. That didn't work for me. That was some um, Rodan and Fields. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you heard of them? Uh, not them specifically. Okay, Rodan and Fields is like the sister company of um, uh, what was that uh, uh acne acne company? Proactive. Yeah. Oh, proactive. Yes, okay. Yes, it's a sister company, proactive that you got in and you did this multi-level marketing with, and they had a different type of proactive product for in case for the people that proactive didn't work for. You can do this line, and it's for um the more mature woman and things like that. And I got in there and, and that stuff was like, okay, so my 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 fear of people that I, I socialize with, they was looking at the prices and they said, Mina, this ain't for me. And I said, oh, you're not my target audience. And that's when I kind of learned about, you know, finding <laughs> something that you can kind of market to the people that, you know, you surround yourself with and they can... Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't my market, and I found that out very quickly, and um, ended up getting out of that. Uh, <laughs> but it was a good experience because, again, I was willing to try something that um, most people probably wouldn't try. Like, um, but I always I had a, a coworker that we connected. Her name was Joni. That was my girl in banking, and we ventured off into that together. 
and we just had the same she was a single mom I well she wasn't a single mom she was um she had her child young I had my child young and we just still had the spirit of entrepreneurship even though we're in banking and so um and then the role that I play in banking looking at all the commercial loans that come through within the community and um it kind of opened your eyes to the possibilities. Uh-huh. So, um, so it kind of inspired the both of us. And so um, that's how I ended up getting into the Airbnb space is just found there just trying different things and Airbnb so happened to be one of them in 2017. So I tried to start it, um, tried to find partners like, oh, we need to get in this Airbnb game um is booming in Nashville we're right here but people are scared of things that they're not familiar with so I mm-hmm. I done seen a lot being in my role in the industry and I tried it out for myself and I see it working and but to try to convince someone else of your dream just wasn't um easy <laughs> so or convincing someone else of what you've experienced and seen for yourself is just hard to do so um, I tried to get family involved. And that's when I learned that, you know, it's two things in college they told me. They said, <laughs> family and friends. You don't really want to do business with family and friends. And I tried it because I don't believe, I'm like, oh, no, nah, my family, gonna, we, we all, we want, we, they want to be just as great as I want to be in. They don't have the same motivation. So that's what I found out through that. And so trying to do the Airbnb while working was very difficult, but um, structuring, because I was going to have like my mom and my sister come and while I'm at work, they handle the daily operations and that didn't work out too well. So, um, (laughs) so, um, (laughs) so I ended up having to kill that dream for a little while. And then last year, um, my well, 2020, my son graduated high school, and so I became an empty nester, and I had um, my big old house by myself. And I said, "Well, and I ain't, I'm not married or anything." I said, "Well, I can try it again, right?" And so I did. I tried it. I got my house ready. I was like, "I mean, I can go sleep anywhere. I sleep with my friends," and so. I talked to one of my friends. She let me rent out her room <clears throat> at her or at her space, um, and I was willing to give it a try one more again. And so that's how the Royal Ace of Home Retreat came about. And eventually, I want to grow that into more um, short. It's going to be a mixture, so I don't want to be heavily um, heavy in the Airbnb space only. It's so many different variations of what real estate what you can do with real estate so and I want to be able to be in when in the in the real estate game you kind of want to be able to be in when necessary um especially with the rates the way they are so and we don't know what the market is about to do this year so it's slowing down but but yeah so that's where I'm at and that's how the Royal Aces Home Retreat came about (laughs) long story but you know what? You're right about one thing. We never know what the market is going to be. And we can't never really trust our government either. So, you know, you got to, 
We gotta, uh, I don't trust them to pay off my student loans. I don't trust the government. I don't trust the government. And I tell people that I don't trust the government to pay them student loans off. Now, if they do, it's good. But mm. I ain't about to just rely on the government. And I feel like um, our generation, the younger generation, we don't have what, a, we're not promised what our parents was promised as far as a pension, as far as um, um, social security. They talking about that may be gone away by the time it, um, we're of age to receive it. Um, and I, so I just feel like positioning ourselves um, in different ways to be able to retire once we get there and not relying heavily on the government is the best thing you can possibly do for your future. So um, that's another reason why I look into real estate. Um, I don't like, I'm not interested in flipping homes or anything like that. It's different ways you can go into real estate, um, you know, and um, I'm not a hands-on, I don't like to do no construction. I ain't about to touch the toilet. I, I ain't doing none of that. So I got to improvise with how I um, move with real estate, but real estate is something that I've always been interested in and had a passion for. Um, and it's one of the, from what I've noticed in my field, um, is one of the most powerful ways to grow wealth is through real estate over the years. But it's been changing with, um, the shared economy, the Air, Airbnbs, the um, DRBOs, the Amazon, like people, you don't have to own things to make money anymore. Whereas right. historically you used to have to own your assets, you know, and then you got, that costs a lot more money to own the real estate, you know, but um, with the new, changes with technology and information out there they made they opened the open cleared barriers and open walls to how you can um, make money in this economy that we're in now so yeah it's uh it's forever changing you know and yeah. one thing i'm looking forward to in about 20 years is some flying cars so once we get that up and going I'm Baby, gonna give me a they already car. have it Where i was it? talking I was talking to one of my coworkers and I was saying like how I feel like the Jetsons. We're gonna be the Jetsons soon. You ever watch the Jetsons? You know what? Can I say something about the Jetsons? Go ahead, go to <laughs> out of all the classic cartoons, outside of their theme music, the Jetsons might be one of the worst cartoons ever made. <laughs> I mean it's, I mean, they did a movie not too long ago. That was not I have good. not seen the movie. It was, I grew up watching all these cartoons, right? Yes. I'm 35 years old. I grew up watching okay. all these cartoons. You know, I still watch the Flintstones, the old school Flintstones. Yes. I still watch the old school Scooby-Doo. Yes. I, I went back and watched the Jetsons. It. I went back and watched the Jetsons. I was like, no. I don't know why <laughs> I didn't. I thought it was cool back then, but when I look at it now as an adult, I watch it with my daughter. You know, she was, we watch some things that we used to. Now she's in a whole different, she don't care about daddy no more. But we used to, you know, That's not my son. He don't care about his mama no more. He gone, grown and gone. 
we used to watch all these cartoons, right? The stuff I grew up on and all of that stuff. But when we tried to watch the Jetsons, it was like, yeah, let's just go ahead and click it off. It's I I did not I don't care for it anymore. It's fun. Overrated. Now, I, say, I will admit I have not watched it since I was a kid. Not the Jetsons, not the Flintstones. Yes, you know, um, but I haven't watched the Jetsons. I just remember the flying car. So, but and I think he said a Nigerian. Okay, <laughs> a Nigerian um actually has a YouTube channel where he's like in a car that flies, like he's. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't went to go research this. You know what? But yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, okay. a Nigerian guy, and I ask him. I'm gonna ask him to send you the information. But, um, but yeah. And so, well, well I was surprised. I'm thinking we got some years to go to before we get to the Jetsons. But it sounds like the Jetsons is now here. We we in that era. It's coming. So well, you you know, as soon as they turn the cars into boats, you know they were already going to start with the flying cars. Now, personally, I don't think that's a good idea because people can't even drive on land. So you're going to have us up in the air. Well, so, you know, okay, so this is what I'm thinking now. People ain't going to be in control of the flying cars because we barely in control of the cars now. They're trying to get rid of the manual cars that we're driving now. They, the gas cars or the... Gas cars and implementing uh, self-driving cars. We got self-driving uh, semi-trucks. We got self-driving... Oh, yeah vehicles um i just think that um that's the worst the time, idea ever. we we gonna be out of control we're gonna be just like the jessons put in the address and vroom vroom fly fly away we go that's <laughs> the worst idea ever Self, <laughs> dog on teslas man they self-driving and everything like that i'm like all right y'all get I, y'all. I haven't been in one have you i don't want to be in one i think here's the thing either. I, I just feel like this. When it comes to these cars now, you know, with all the technology that we have, I'm like, now I'm thinking as a criminal at this point, I don't actually have to break into your car to take your car. I no. can literally just hack into your system, unlock Period. the door, and drive off in your car. As a matter of fact, I can lock your door, drive you straight to me, to my house. Well, I then come out and hold you hostage and and rob you that way. I don't know. Hold you for ransom. I don't know. I ain't trusting the self-driving car. I'm not there yet. I've seen I've seen a lot of Teslas in town and all of that. I'm like, y'all can have it. I've seen some on the app called Turo. So I rent um <laughs> do that too. But I uh, <laughs> I um have you ever heard of Turo? T-U-R-O? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even in Clarksville, some people um, got Teslas for rent. Now one of the, and they got electric cars for rent. And so I was reading when I was taking a trip, cause I, I do venture into new things and Bitcoin. I just put my toes in things, little random. Mm-hmm. So Turo was one of them, I got to check it out. And um, I was going on vacation to Florida, renting me a, a car and I was reading the reviews on one of the electric cars and the lady was like, she was upset. And I got to reading why she was upset about this car because I was going to get it because I wanted to test it out. She said, well, I couldn't make it on time to where I was traveling to because she wasn't taking into account the time it takes to charge this um, car 
that only gonna run so far on electricity that didn't have gas backed up to it. So, um, and then she had to find stations where she can charge it up. So she was very frustrated and I said, oh, I passed. There's only one station in town. I know they have a, a charging station that's at uh, Walmart. That's the only really? one I know. I Wilma Rudolph. Wilma, yeah, the, I've that's seen them. I have so, seen them. But I don't, I don't do, no, I don't want to do nothing. I want gas. I want gas power. Yep. You know, I know what my mileage is. You know, yep. I, can, I know what, there's a service stations, every exit. So if I know I'm low on gas, I can just go up there, fill it up real quick. And continue on with my trip. I ain't got time to be sitting waiting all day for this thing to charge up. This ain't no phone. No, <laughs> these cars gonna take all day. To, you know, this car's gonna take all day to charge. I ain't got time for that. So yeah, I, if y'all want those now, cars, I do have a friend who has a BMW, and her BMW is both. I can jig with both. Yeah. Um, she gets more um mileage when she's on the electric. But then it converts over to the gas, so I can I can I can rock with that a little bit better than what fully electric. I just can't do that. So, and I don't want it to self drive me anywhere. Please don't. Well, I will never. I will go back to the. Well, eventually I'm gonna get my favorite car. What's your favorite car? Talk to me. Sixty-seven Mustang. That's my favorite car. You know, so eventually I'm going to give me one of those i'm gonna work really hard you know get it it's, it's an investment now because it's yeah. going to increase in value so i'm a, of course i'm gonna have fun with it it's gonna be my own personalized toy I nobody else it. is gonna my wife ain't gonna drive it if my daughter gets older she ain't gonna tell <laughs> nobody gonna touch it but me you know but that's where i'm i'm going but i'm going that way i'm going in the opposite direction Y'all can have this new stuff. You know, if y'all want all this tech, I don't know why you want all the technology in your car. I don't think you really need is Bluetooth. That's all you really need exactly. out of anything else. But, you know, that's what you're all about. More power to you. Maybe one day I might change. Like, hey, you know what? I might as well just break down and get one, see what the hype is about. Until then, y'all can have it. You can have it. Talk about cars. Talking about cars. I'm a banker. You know, uh, the banking industry is a very conservative industry. <laughs> and in 2020, I I said, you know what? I gave my son my old car and I was going to give me a new car because he didn't graduate my time. I'm going to get what I want. And I went out and I got a car and everybody called it the drug dealer car. So we had the banker in the drug dealer car and I didn't know it was a drug dealer car. <laughs> It was just a car I loved and I wanted. So I'm out here, um, you know, pushing stereotypes, pushing we gonna we gonna get the get that out of the stereotype of the banker. It's a challenger gang over here. I love my challenger. So <laughs> Wow. Well, hey. <laughs> I like those cars too, so you do. Okay, I, so I do. there we go. It's I not like a drug dealer car, it's not. I have to I have to let that be known that the Challenger is no longer a drug dealer car. It's definitely a banker's car. Get on board. It's definitely the financial car of the year. Yes, get on board. Forget a BMW. <laughs> forget the Lexus. Just get Challenger gang. Okay. Dodge. Hey, I'm gonna give me look, my grandfather has 
a B, he drove a BMW for the last 15, 16 years. He had the seven series and they had a five series, you know. I like them. I, I done drove them. They nice. I done, they nice. I done, I done pushed them on the interstate in St. Louis, you know, which is kind of funny because my grandfather don't let anybody drive his car, but he allowed me to do it. So uh, you you in there then if somebody now I got a friend, she let me drive her Mercedes Benz. Now she don't let nobody drive that Mercedes Benz, but she let me touch it. So it's let me drive it. Some of those cars when you test drive it, you're gonna want it. And I don't know, maybe one day I'm I'll probably get one, but I already know I'm gonna have to get my wife one too. So it just can't yeah. be me. BMW, you know? Lexus, Infinity, those are status cars, but the challenger, that's definitely a banker car. I just gotta let that be known. All right, I know you was talking about um, love for the numbers. Love for well, the numbers. I read your bio. You said it three times in your bio. So yes. where where did that come about? Well, it has many different meanings, right? So first of all, um, I went to Murray State and I went to Hopkinsville Community College and my undergrad degree is in accounting. So I've always been an accounting major, never drifted, never shifted, straight up accounting. So again, accounting is all about the numbers historically. Over How, the you years, what How you do what that? How you do that? How you do that? I don't see. I'm a. How I do the accounting? Listen, I, no disrespect. Go ahead, it's all good. But I just felt like accounting was just boring to me. Okay, so. My thing was, yeah, it got a little boring and I wanted to switch to finance, but I was so deep in the game that I could not switch account. I couldn't go just changing my major because I'm ready to finish school. We're going to finish this degree and it just is what it is. So that's how I ended up with my accounting degree is because I'm not about to switch up. I just, I'm not, I was knee deep. I, I can't yes. climb out the, climb out. I just can't, I, I got to move forward. So, I understand. Um, I understand. But it was funny because in high school, um, I took a um, they had a, a test you can take to say what um, industry you're more likely to succeed in and be within or whatever. And we took the test and it said banking. Now, I did do banking in high school. I was a um, part of the Tigers Bank. We had a whole bank in the school. But um, I said, oh, no, I'm not about to be a banker. That's not what I want to do. I'm about to be an accountant for like one of the big five accounting firms, or I'm about to go work for one of these football uh, teams and be their accountant, you know, maybe the accountant for the Titans. <laughs> but I had, in my mind, I was supposed to be this big time accountant, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so I started doing accounting and I just wasn't about to change up after so many years of of doing it so that's how I ended up with my accounting degree um went further on and got my master's in business administration and um after that and started uh, my banking career been in oh, I did public accounting at a um, Calhoun and company in Hopkinsville Kentucky um did a little bookkeeping there and then got into banking again it's all numbers <laughs> Everything, uh, my whole life has been a big numbers game. So um, 
And then on top of that, I love helping people. So um, I just help people free. Just be, hey, need help. I, or I try to, I see, hey, you need to get on this path right here. And I just dive in and start helping people. People would come to me, ask for advice. And, um, but it was heavy because I wanted to help more people, but I didn't have the capacity with working nine to five, you know, like it's kind of hard to help more people when you're working nine to five and you're tired and you got the kid and you got to cook and clean and, you know, find some time for yourself. So um, when my son graduated high school, my life slowed down a little bit. And that's how I was able to, oh, I was in Clarksville Young Professionals and I heard this guy named Rob Silco speak and at about Habitat for Humanity. I was like, oh, I can use my banking skills and go right on into Habitat for Humanity and work on their, um, it's the um, selection committee. So, and I can use my skills there. And so that's what I did. And then they asked me to be on their board and I joined the Habitat for Humanity board. And um, what else I've been involved in? I just, I just love numbers, but Habitat for Humanity was my way of helping a larger group. We can only do so much by ourselves, right? Right. But with Habitat for Humanity, I feel like I'm giving back and I'm helping people and on a larger, much larger scale. So my, the community bank I worked for uh, last year, we raised thirty to $40,000 to build a whole Habitat home. And I was involved in that process with my loan officer who had this bright idea to start a clay shoe. And it was amazing. So um I had my hands in it on the bank side, had my hands in it on the habitat side, and to see all of it just come to fruition, it's been an amazing experience. So being able to help people, um, my willingness to help people, and everything I do um, as far as um, my volunteer work and hours is free. So um, when I work for Habitat for Humanity and put in those hours and um, I work I work with Manifest Magic, like a cooperative, put in hours. That's all free labor and my my time that I'm committing to give back to the community. So um that's where all the numbers come in. I just love helping and being able to give back, but seeing that you're giving back and it's helping tons of people. Like it's amazing to me. So love for the numbers. That's what's up. Uh, before we go any further, I just want to remind everybody to uh, follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, also, y'all make sure y'all like, run these likes up, subscribe to the YouTube channel at Drinking After Dark podcast. Also, two new episodes are available every Friday. And uh, I have more content that's out. I got some reviews coming. I'm probably do some reactions or whatever on the channel. So y'all stay tuned for that. So y'all please uh, subscribe. And also, y'all make sure y'all go follow Drinking After Dark Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Now, you mentioned that um, you're pretty much involved in different organizations and things like that. Why is it so important to uh, get involved in the community for you? Well, for me, it started off with me wanting to help, for one. So being able to give back 
at a larger scale, right? Um, but I've also been involved in Clarksville Young Professionals just because I've always been in, I always wanted to involve myself in growing professionally. So um, my bank was able to um, provide me the opportunity to be a part of Clarksville Young Professionals. I encourage so many people to just get involved. And most of these things that I'm involved in, um, it's all up to you. It's up to you how much you put into it on what you're going to receive out of it. Um, so I started off with Clarksville Young Professionals. My son graduated and I did Habitat for Humanity. Just adding stuff back on my plate because I had, um, what's it called, when empty nest syndrome, uh, where the kids leave the house and get a little sad, but I filled it up with some other stuff and it was very fulfilling. And so um, being involved in the community, I mean, it gives you so many different perspectives of people, how to um, how to um, deal with people. You have to be able to deal with people to be involved in the community. Um, it, I think it strengthens you to be able to deal with different personalities. I think it helps with um, being able with your mind to be able to understand diversity um, because the community is a diverse group of people. It's not just one set of people, you know, that you're dealing with when you're dealing with the community, but it opens your mind up to getting outside of your box. How often do we get outside of our box? I know people from my city in Hopkinsville that never got outside of Hopkinsville, never came outside their box to understand anybody else's perspective, to understand what other people going through outside of that city and town to understand what you can also bring back and contribute to your city and town. Um, getting involved in the community is um, discovering self-interest. You get involved in these activities, you're like, oh, I love this. I'm a single mom. I, now I, I know this organization um, is helping single moms. I would love to pour into that. Oh, I'm a um, father and, you know, I don't know, like it's a group over here that's doing something with the um the men and their and their children and their young girls, men to be. And you just get involved in the community and it pours so much back into you. The community comes back to you. And um just building up confidence and developing leadership skills. I encourage people to, you know, if you want to develop leadership skills, it starts with you. You have to be a leader first to yourself, lead yourself, lead yourself to go out there and motivate others. And then they'll come and they'll, you'll, you'll become a leader and people follow you. Um, I don't know, like, I love it. And people are like, why you do so much stuff for free? I love it, but you know. It ain't always about money. It's, always, it's just, you know, it's something that you love to do, something that you can, you know, hopefully you can make an impact on somebody else's life. You know, yeah. when I see, I can only go you from my experience. You would see how fortunate you are when you, yeah. get it, when, you, when you get out there in the community, you would see just how fortunate you are as an individual. Right. Because sometimes we don't think we're that, oh, I ain't got it. Like, yeah, you do. You got, you got it made. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, it could be anything. You know, it could be anything. It could be uh, coaching. You know, it could be, uh, yeah. you know, teaching, whatever it's like business or, you know, teaching art, you know, music or whatever. You know, just something that, you know, 
you can, you know, give back and, you know, make a positive impact on somebody else's life. You know, mm-hmm. you might not reach everybody, but you could definitely reach one. Reach one. And um, I remember the cues, um, the fraternity. I'm not really familiar with fraternities, but I know they're the cues. Yep. Omega they have a mentor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a, a program that mentor young boys. And me being a single mom, they had a, a program that my son went through. And because of that program, he was able to find uh, men that he can kind of look up to. And, you know, like getting involved in the community is not just about you. You know, um, it can be, it can be um, uh, beneficial to you um, for self-awareness and things of that nature, being building up your confidence, building up your leadership skills, but seeing that the younger generation can benefit from something so small that you did, you know. Um, yeah, it starts definitely. with people, will, the willingness of people, people having the heart to go out there and give back. So. Yeah, definitely, you know. So um, if y'all seen somebody, you know, doing, you know, just keep on encouraging them to continue to go out there in the community, you know, to make a difference, you know, anything like that. I know there's a, a quite a few people that I know uh, who have made an impact in my life. And I know there are um, others that's doing, uh, making an impact on others' lives. So I just want to give a shout out to everybody who's doing, uh, who, who's doing the work without really looking for acknowledgement or looking for pay. You're just doing it because it's the, you know, you just feel like it's the right thing to do. So shout out to all of you guys out there and ladies. Ladies, too. I don't want to forget Can y'all. Can I shout out somebody? Sure. I got a shout out, Miss Sandra Hancock, okay, because she was my teacher, okay, my accounting teacher in high school. She is the reason why I even went through an accounting program. Because again, I had my baby at 16 years old, okay, and I'm still in high school. And she came to me and she asked me, Amina, what are you going to do after, after high school? I said, I'm not going to work at McDonald's. She said, no, ma'am. She said, let's, let me, let me, come on. She took me to the Career Services Center. She said, fill out some applications to go be a, um, to, for college. And um, she said, you did really good in my accounting course. Why wouldn't you think about being an accountant? I said, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And that's another reason why I ended up going into the accounting route. Now, even though it got a little boring, you know, but. <laughs> Hey, look, I took some. I mean, she was part of my success. All it takes is one person to come talk to you to change your perspective on on life. So, again, like being part of the community is just being willing to go out there and say something to somebody, being willing to just participate and go help somebody. Exactly. 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 And, um, you know, it, for me, you know, I got three. I have three. Well, I was about to say three. I have two brothers. Two brothers. They're twins. They're fraternal twins. No, they're two years behind me. And uh, my mom kept us involved in sport. That was our thing, sports. That's what we are all about. You know, sports this, sports your mama that. Had, your mama had three kids? Three. My, my mom. And she was able to keep all y'all in sports? Yeah. Thank the Lord for that. But we we, <laughs> we uh we actually 
it was really just one sport. We started off, it was baseball. And then once we started getting into basketball, that's kind of like, that was our sport from yeah. that day forward all the way through um, high school. So, um, but yeah, we were still able to do that. You know, of course, you know, we had some family and friends that helped out as well, but you know, those coaches, uh, you know, from baseball to basketball, you know, Oh, excuse me. Always made a, they, it was more than just basketball, you know, it was about life for us. So, mm-hmm. no, so shout out, shout out to them. Um, you know, it's, it's something that you uh, take with you. I think a lot of people don't know that you could take certain things with you throughout life. Cause you know, that, that type of impact, you know, a lot of yeah. people, they don't want to you know, a lot of parents don't want to send their kids out to do stuff, you know, but for those parents who do, you know, you can start seeing like, oh, this is a positive thing for them. They need this or they want this, you know, and that's that's for me. I, Not even that. Like, it's a lot of parents that can't afford to. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's program, it's these programs that are giving back to the community that allows you that opportunity to be able to send your kids to be able to give them the opportunity to um, be in front of those individuals who may encourage them and may inspire them outside of the streets, outside of what's going on, you know, academically and athletically in the, in high school and middle school and things like that. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely. I also want to ask if you, it's not people willing, it ain't nobody willing to do it, then, you know, then you don't have a program, so. Right. Yeah, I remember back in the day, back in the day, summer camps was everything for us here in Clarksville. So, yeah, you know, everybody wanted to go. You know, all their friends went. Everybody wanted to go. Um, I really didn't have a chance to go because I was playing ball like all year round. So I was out of town. I was in trouble. I stayed in trouble. And I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) go. They kicked me out of them. But anyway, another story for a different day. Go ahead. What, what school did you go to in Hoptown? I went to Hoptown. Hoptown. Oh, you went to Hoptown. We only had you only had two choices. It was either Hoptown for public school, that is. Now you got your uh, private schools and everything, but we had two yeah. choices: Hoptown or County. Oh, so I was definitely a Hoptown Tiger. What year <laughs> did you graduate? Oh, three. We coming up on our reunion this year. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's you know what the funny thing is, like I said, playing ball, I you meet a lot of people, and of course, uh, I played a few games at Hoptown back in high school. Uh- <laughs> but also, also, what year uh, you graduate? Oh six. Oh six. Mm-hmm. Oh six. So uh, also. Uh, Christian County, when they had the uh, the camps, the basketball camps at uh, Hoptown. Yeah. yeah. I remember those gyms. And, um, of course, you know, I made uh, quite a few friends. And of course, you know, they had a UHA that's up there as well. Yeah, UHA. So, yeah. so, yeah, I know a little bit. I know a little bit. My nephew's actually going to the middle school, Christian County Middle School. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, I'll, he's up there. He should be down here, but he's up. He's up there, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't want to talk much about high school. 
Okay, we can leave high school. High school, longer. High school is yeah. over with for me. Yeah, definitely uh, over with I'm, me too. I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm done with all the. And my wife, here's the thing: me and my wife went to two high different high schools here. Okay, and I always, so she's from I always, Clarksville too. Yeah, she's from Clarksville, okay. and I told her I was like, "You do know my high school is better than your high school, right?" I'm gonna drink to that one. Now you even told your wife. Her hey, look, sister. I'm not. I'm what not ashamed of it. What she said. She really couldn't argue. I mean, like if you look at our test scores and everything like that. Yeah, we're better. <laughs> what school did you go to, Clarksville? No, she went to Clarksville. She went to Clarksville. And where you go? Rossview. And Clarksville High scores. Huh? Clarksville no, High we, scores. Is- no, so. When they did all the, the schools, the testing, right? All the schools did pretty good. It was just Rossview was the best out the city. So yeah. I, I didn't know that. Tell me something. Yeah. Didn't I know that? You know, but you know what you know this. The city is growing, so you got uh more schools right yes, now. Sir. And it's I remember it was only just a handful of high schools growing up. Now it's kind of like all right, this is ridiculous. When when I moved here, okay, now mind you, I came from an area. I went to Hopkinsville, and we had two schools. You choose yep. from public wise, and then I moved to Murray, Kentucky. Raised my son mostly there. Um, then I moved to um, Callaway County. I, I went to yeah, Callaway. <laughs> I know, I know a um, lot, do I? But yes, you do. <laughs> Went to Atlanta, moved to back to Oxville, ended up in Clarksville. And when I tell you, it was very challenging to pick an area to purchase my home in in Clarksville because it was overwhelming. All the I wasn't used to that. All these schools, all these, it was too much. It was overwhelming to find out what school because you I wasn't from here, so I didn't all I knew was Kenwood. And they said Oof. that was not a great, the best school. Yeah, so like that's the, that's the reaction you get. But I mean, we get that in Hogtown too. So I'm like, okay. But um, but yeah, like it was very challenging trying to figure out where I was going to relocate to in Clarksville just because of the many schools and districts. Yeah, and, yeah it yeah. used to be simple. It used to be uh, simple yeah. times. Now, it was, uh, now you got to think. Now more yeah. so than ever, you know where you going, yeah. where you want to send your kids to school at. You know, is this is this area you know yeah. suitable for my and then kids? Learning, learning all the the reasons why you buy in certain areas, and it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, Are you gonna buy in the city? You gonna buy in the city? You gonna buy in the county? What you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. How everybody's perspective: the further north you go, it was worse. It it was just it was a lot to consider, so. but it's still Clarksville. You know, it's still the same city, and you know I it's home. It I love Clarksville. It's I home, and it. you know, I will all, even if I decide to leave, I will always come back because it's home. You know, that's where all my uh, friends are. Pretty much all my family is here, so. Why would I, you know, of course I want to go someplace else, you know, if I have the opportunity do? to do it. Yeah, if I have the opportunity, you know. If you had the opportunity today, where would you go? Mars. What? 
Did you say Mars? That's so did. <laughs> hey, look, I want to see exactly what else is out there that we don't know about. They are flying people out there, but you want to be one of them. Okay, if you was to go anywhere else within the United States, where would you go? It has to be in the United States. Mm -hmm. so you uh, want to move out the country? If you, if you, uh, the, the I don't know, I don't know yet. I gotta see how times are. But if I gotta say anywhere, um, in the United States. Oh, uh, that's a good question. I never really thought about that. I'll probably. What, okay. I, what about out the country? Where would you go? Out the country? Out the country. Well, it definitely won't be Australia. Um, okay. I don't know. I'll probably go to Africa. You would? Yeah. You going to South Africa, though. You know what? Speaking of South Africa. <laughs> That's how Ronnie brought that up. There's a TV show that's on Netflix that okay. I watch. It's called uh, King of Joburg. Now. King of Joburg. Yep. Now I'm going to have to write that one down. Because. Um, that is a great show. Uh. I was into it from the very first episode, you know, and and the thing about it is it's only two seasons that's up. And um, I think one of the producers <laughs> of one of the producers of the show is uh, Terry J. Vaughn, who was LaVita on the Steve Harvey show. Mm. And, and she was actually in the first season, but I ain't going to tell you what happened after that. Just know you're going to get hooked on the show. Of course, you know okay. it's. Is it African based? It's African based. It's it's based in jo, uh, Johannesburg. Okay. So all the actors and all they're there. You know, there's only. I think it was only maybe two American actors. Everybody else are African. Uh, Terry J. Vaughn and. So do you watch some a lot of African other. shows on on Netflix? I've been watching Nollywood for like the last. Four years. When I tell you the African shows and movies on Netflix, they can be some really funny, hilarious shows to watch. This um, one was drama. And okay. it, I'm definitely watching it. <laughs> it is drama, and I'm gonna tell you right now. Kind of it kind of it's kind of like those uh was it those shows or movies here in america uh with the uh like the paranormal it's not necessarily paranormal what's it uh some type of curse right all thing i'm gonna say is there's a curse going through this family right mm -hmm. so that's the only thing i'm gonna say but other than that it's drama it's action um you'll have some comedy in there but definitely you know drama and action i love that it kind of show yeah, you know I'm waiting for the new season. I don't know when they say they're gonna come out with a new season, but they need to. Uh, the first two seasons is out. My wife, see, see, my thing is, my wife, she'll watch what she want to watch. We don't have the same taste in shows, you know. But <laughs> she don't like she the don't, African shows. 
She loved the Mexico show. No, she, no. she <laughs> so she started like, watching. She started watching it with me, but okay. I, I'm not gonna sit here and just stop watching because you decided to go to bed. I'm gonna watch. <laughs> You I'm gotta stop watching it. You know that ain't fair. Nope, I'm on her team. Team white nope, people nope. You gotta stop it. Like if I'm sleepy, you got to stop it. And then we start over again tomorrow. You can't keep on watching. Gotta find something else. Uh, first off, she she continue <laughs> to watch what she want to watch. I don't tell her to stop because I always know I could go back and watch it. That's the best thing about streaming. I could go back and watch it. I could catch up. And then if you want to watch it with me, and so be it. But no, you know, no. she, she, you know, I like, all right, you know, she, and she didn't even watch the rest of it with me. So I was, I'm like, you know what, go ahead. I'm a fit. I'm too invested. It's two, three o'clock in the morning. No, I got to be at work in the morning. I don't care. I need to know what happened next. And that, That's that, that season two finale, I'm like, okay, where's, where's season three at? I need to see what happened. Cause there was some twists and turns in there. I didn't even see coming. Because you got everything, you know, if you, uh, oh, here's a comparison. If you like to watch uh, Power or if you Come like to watch, uh, you know, BMF, you know, stuff like Come that. Yes, all of that. All of you're that. definitely going to like this. Okay. You're definitely going to like I'm this. Definitely, I'm definitely going to watch it. Because, okay, so my last show I've watched was Sisters. Sisters. And, um. Mm-hmm. They, I'm all caught up, so I ain't gonna watch. So I've been looking for something else. So I'm definitely gonna watch that. Yep, King and of I already Joe. watched Tommy off of Power, and I already switched to him and watched all his stuff. And then, yeah, so. Yep. Oh, if you like Snowfall, you definitely gonna like this show. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, see what you're talking about. It is definitely worth watching. Um. I didn't think I was going to like it. I I was bored one night. I was like, you know what? Nollywood. Let me see what they got. And I, <laughs> it was the first thing, uh, King of Joe Berg. I was like, hmm, what is this? Clicked on it. First episode. I was hooked. I said, oh, this is some freaky stuff right off the bat. So now you let me know. I'll tell you, it's going to throw you off a little bit, but you got to actually watch it because there's a, uh, they still haven't actually explained what, how all of this came about in terms of what happened with the family. So that's why I'm still waiting on, in my opinion. So hopefully they can explain that in uh, season three, how that came about, but it's worth a watch. Um, it's a, it's a little gruesome. It's a little gruesome. So you know, but I gave it five stars. If I'm going to do anything, I gave it five stars. I'm definitely going to check it out. Let me check it out, see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, so, and you got to pay attention, too, because when you think you figured it out, nope, I'll you did not. To it, huh? There's a whole <laughs> twist to it. Because I, I told my wife, I was like, babe, if that ever happened to me, would you be scared? She was like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving. I was like, oh, okay. well, dang, she leaving. It must be. It's there's some there's some stuff that uh, there's some stuff that will throw you off, especially in the beginning. So they're not gonna hide it; they're gonna throw it in your face, but they're not gonna explain it to you until you know yeah. over the course of you know the the series. So 
that's okay. what that's what I would recommend, you know, that you watch. I'm and definitely going to check it out. You, I hope so. And check out some... Oh, and I don't know. You say you like action movies, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you didn't watch the Oscars this year, did you? No. Okay. Well, nobody really watched the Oscars. But... <laughs> um, only thing I would say is there was a, a movie... You know, out India, uh, those um, movies out of India, they make the, I don't know, something about their movies is just, it captures you. Like, you're so into it. It's action movies and all of that. They actually won an Oscar for, I think, best original song or something like that. But hmm. there's this movie called um, RRR. Gotta watch it. Yeah, I never heard of it. Write that down. Is that on Netflix too? It's on the yeah, it's actually on Netflix. Yep. R R R. Now, if you got any plans that night, don't make any plans because it's about a three-hour movie. Okay. Yeah. I normally when I watch TV, I binge watch it. Because I okay. ain't got a lot of time. I I'm my time is delicate. I ain't got much time. So when I watch some, I'm gonna probably watch it all the way through. And then that means I got a block of time dedicated mm-hmm. to just me. Which is very rare, but that's what I. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I'm uh, into now: the um, Nollywood and the um, the Indian movies, um, the action. I mean, like I'm just into action and comedy, but a good drama series. I don't watch. The only thing I don't watch is um, scary. I don't do scary movies. You don't do scary movies? No, nope, y'all can have that. My wife loves them. I said you crazy. No, I don't watch no scary movies. I like to laugh. I like to joke. I like to, you know, get excited about some stuff about to go down. You know, Wakanda forever type. Of, I ain't on the, uh, the scary movies. We gonna do that. Well, here's here's a scary movie for you to watch. I ain't about to oh. watch. Well, you should. I ain't gonna watch. do it. You might as well not even tell me. I ain't not watch it. You just told me it's scary. I don't want scary movies. It's scary, but there's a it's <laughs> the story. The story is like. It's a good story too. All right. Insidious. I hear you, I hear you but it's scary. I look, I was a I'm how old was I when I watched that movie? I don't Me and my wife. Like, I don't watch no Saul. I don't watch like uh Dama, Jeffrey. I can't even watch his man because he gonna make me mad. You watch that man? Why would I? I already know the story. Yeah, I can't watch that man. I can't like, why? I can't do it. That's for the that's for the younger people who don't know about that. I yeah, I know I the story. It's like why are y'all creating stuff that I already know the story for? Like, is there any new information that I know about? Yeah, I can't watch it. It was just mm, mm. I, I can't either. That but ain't my kind of stuff. I ain't watching. So you didn't watch Vampire in Brooklyn? No, I didn't you didn't watch Vampire in Brooklyn mm-hmm. with Eddie Murphy. A long time ago. I might have watched it one good time, maybe. But I don't that recall. Movie. Like it. Yeah, he I was a vampire. Little... Angela Bassett. Yeah. That ain't that wasn't really scary though, was it? I mean, I okay. I watched a lot of stuff as a kid. I saw Wasn't have... scary though? No, it really that wasn't. wasn't really, that wasn't really a scary movie. Like when I think of scary movie, I'm thinking of song. when you're a kid, you think it's scary. Kids think. 
The Vampire I did watch Vampire Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. But that wasn't really I, I watched it long. It was so long ago when I was young. And now I don't recall that movie being scary though. Hey, it scared me when I was a kid. Then I got older. I said, this is just straight up funny. No. But yeah, definitely check out the Saw and stuff like that. I ain't watching it. Yeah, Saw the Conjuring. Uh, yeah, I ain't watching it. Man. Conjuring wasn't nah, that. The last, the last scary movie I watched was something called Wrong Turn. I don't even know if people even watch that. Man. Wrong Turn ain't nothing but a Hills Have Eyes type of. Yes, I don't like that. I can't watch it. Man. I don't want to watch. It. You know, I don't want the Hills having eyes on me. I don't want it. I don't want none of it. Look. Mm-mm. Old country stuff backwards. Okay, so the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I ain't watching that either. That's not now. That movie is not scary. I that is not. That's not it a scary movie. Scary. No, like no, no, no. Coming after me. I don't want nobody coming after me because then I'd be paranoid. Thinking people coming after me. They're not watching. I don't like that. I don't like it. <laughs> well, okay. Technically, yes. You know. He came after you, you know. He killed you. Yeah, like I don't want, I don't want those. Don't took want your face. Yeah. Took your face, put it on yeah, his face. You know. Take my face. I like his little face. You know, like but, him. but the movie is funny though. See, a lot of people don't understand these movies are actually yeah. funny because there's no common sense in these movies. Like you got <laughs> these people. I watch it. I'm thinking like this is. You can't make these characters that dumb. <laughs> you cannot. You know there's a first sign of danger. You run, you leave, you don't come back. How is it that one person could kill all of y'all? Maybe you leave one survivor, maybe two. But ain't no way. If I see danger or something ain't right, I ain't going. But, I'm, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Ed. What about American Haunting? Oh, what? American Haunting. I ain't never even heard that movie. You know, that's based on a true story, right? Yeah, I ain't watching it. You just, like, then you say, like, you know, it's based on, you sounded scary when you said it. I don't I ain't watching that, man. Hey, we might going to the next hey, subject because I'm I'm not hey, I'm not down with the hey, scary movie. Look, hey, look, hey, look. hey, you know you know where it's based out of it. You know where I, the movie's based in you, it. And then you sound real scary saying this, man. Like you, hey, hey, it's a little scary, but you know, to play with you, I'm not about to. You do, you do know it's actually right next to us. Uh oh, I'm not about to even entertain it because I'm not about to entertain it. You know, you know where Adams is, and then he gonna continue on. This, this, this is stuff you know, I be talking about. You know where Adams is. I know exactly where he is. You ever heard of the uh, Bell family, the Bell witch? Yes, 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 I heard that. Heard that. Well, that's the movie right there, American Hunter, yeah, based watching, on that. I'm not watching that either. No, can we get back to business? Because I like, I like business. I like laughter. You know, that's what I like. Like the numbers, you know. That, I think I told you that in my little thing. Like the numbers. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to do with killing, you know. Or, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, now, oh. No, no, this movie is not scary. This movie okay. is not scary. But this movie was, as so far, 
so far this year, um, Megan. I don't know if you heard a movie called Megan. No, I thought I was automatically thinking of Megan Good because that's my girl. I love her. She's beautiful. But uh, no. Nah. Ain't, that, ain't that part of the show you was talking about? Ain't she in that show? Sisters? Make, or is it? Megan Good. What show is What show is she got in? this lady named Fatima. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She, she hilarious. Um, but anyway, yeah. But watch no. Megan. Megan is such a great movie. Is that I, on Netflix too? Uh, is it Netflix? Which one we get? What? Where do we watch? Was it Netflix or was it Hulu or was it? You know what? Let me look that up, and I will actually uh, send you a message on that. I forgot where I watched it, but okay. or was it Prime? Oh, it was. Okay. It was. Or was it HBO Max? It was one of those See, now, uh, platforms. I ain't got no HBO Max. I'm not HBO Max and over here. I'm got stars, but you know. This Netflix movie, is. I swear to you not. This movie was, so far, of all the new movies I've seen um, this year. It's new? Yeah, I think it came out, I think it came out around December. So it's only been out for a few months. A few months. But mm-hmm. that movie is like, so amazing it's not scary but man i tell you now we brought up technology earlier right mm-hmm. this is why i'm afraid of technology because when people you know uh, was it the um you know you got these people creating these uh robots or this stuff you know whatever like that and you know creating mm-hmm. like real people yeah like used to AI stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, this is what it is. But you just gotta watch it. I'm telling you right now, you are gonna get so into it. And I've seen now. I think AI like, gonna AI about to take over it. I don't know what they doing with these um this technology. I think AI might be taking over the world one of these days. I don't know. It will. We we already see it coming. They yeah. working on it. They it's, it's working on like what movie can I compare it to? Um, do I necessarily want to compare it to Chucky? Mm. Well, but well, the, well, what actually? No, I got some beef with Chucky too. I ain't gonna say it though. You ain't gonna say the beef with Chucky, man. Listen, ain't no way I'm gonna let a freaking dog kill me. I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm like, yo, it's just I'm, I understand a man's spirit is into this dog and everything, but come on now, really, it's still a dog on dog. That's but, true. I don't understand how Chucky was that strong to kill all, but, but that's a different story. But Megan, AI, this is a great movie. I would suggest you watch it if I find the uh, platform where it's on. I will actually DM you the uh, the platform that it's on uh, if you have it or not. Just to let yeah, you know it's out there. That one. I can I can I can rock rock with that one. It's AI. not a scary it's not a scary movie, but man, it will freak you out. It yeah. make you not want to be around some uh all these little Take prototypes. Home. Yeah, all the prototypes out there, you know, stuff like that. I really don't want to be around it, but they force you. You know, the work force you. And um. I do want to touch on this last subject before we go. 
What is it? All right. So, you know, on my last episode, I talked about it a little bit. All right. You do know they're going to do a documentary on Hulu. That I guess it's supposed to be out next year, spring of next year. No. Which is going to be, which is going to be uh, produced by Jermaine Dupree. And I think, I think they said Uncle Luke, but definitely uh, Jermaine Dupree. Are you talking about Freak Nick? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing to do with Freak Nick. That was before my time. What do you make of the people? Basically, our, our elders, I'm going to say that went there and I think it's only one year they actually doing a documentary of. I think it's just one of those years. But a lot of people are kind of like, they don't know what to think. They're kind of upset like this is coming out and everything like that. What, what would you say to them if they are on camera or they're not on camera? You know, should they be worried? First of should all, I don't, be believe, I don't believe that they should be putting people on camera that didn't um authorize them to put on camera like um if they didn't get their consent to kind of publicize what they that they do um first and foremost second of all i feel that this world is giving too much it's just too much like the social media internet I just think that a lot of it is just a little too much. Like, why do we have to know what you did behind the doors? You know, why why everything got to be so sexualized to the public eye? Why we got to know your freaky tendencies that you have behind? I I just I'm, I might sound real old, but um, that's my take on why why y'all why y'all doing this? Like, why y'all can't keep you know, that was their generation. Their generation was able to do things without having it publicized. Right. The younger generation, totally different. Y'all used to publicizing everything y'all do. Uh-huh. Which can be good and can be bad. I'm, I just, I'm not into putting people's business out there. Why we got to do that? I'll just, so I'll... My, my take on it is why? Why the heck? Did you have to do that, Uncle Luke? Spill all the beans. Why? Is you spilling the old folks? I want to see my auntie and my mama or my sister big butts on across the street and wondering, is that my people? I want to do why? And then why? Come on now. Why us? Well, they said pretty much uh, when I did the research on it, I know definitely Jermaine Dupree is an executive producer. Of the yeah. documentary. Is he looking for money? Is he looking for? I think he's looking just for some. He needs some money in his pocket. Everybody going broke. I don't know what. What's the what's the mo, What's the reason? Why you got to do that? Jermaine? That's why I want. That's why I want to know. Like, what's the purpose of you doing this, it? And is this. it because of? And at the end of the, the root of it all, you know, the music industry is it hurting? I don't know. Like, what is your real? Are you in that much need of? money that you want to expose on social I mean are you how is this going to be about are you going to talk about the history of it are you going to talk yeah, about like, you know 
I know you're going to have some footage because we've seen the footage over the years, you know, and stuff like this. Like, yeah, been leaked and everything like that. So it's kind of like, what, what, yeah, what's the why, motive behind all what, what is this all about? What's, what's this all about? You know, is this and like that's a what bigger the, thing? All the people brag about, you know, like they, they could do stuff without it being so blind in your face, you know. But, uh, um, who's all, who's all, they like, nah, we gonna, we gonna expose all y'all. What did they do to you? What did they do to you, Jermaine? I don't know. What did people do to you make you want to just expose all them folks like that? I, you know, I'm so glad I was show who my show went to. Anyway, that's good. Uh, all, all thing I know is how much money did you pay these people for the footage? Because I know they still had them old big cameras and everything with the VHS tapes. Like, yeah. how much money you paying to get that type of footage and you know put it out there and all of that? I do I, recall a moment when I seen somebody. It was on TV, and there was some women at the top doing some sexual things to the men. And who can get them to do what they needed to do fast? That's a, I don't need to see no more. I leave that in the past. Anyway, you know I'm what? Gonna, I'm, be, I'm gonna. gonna be honest. I, that ain't my. That ain't my area. I, I, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm. It's I'm slick. For me. I'm slick and treat. I'm gonna be real with you. You intrigued. You intrigued. I'm. I don't want to see. I, don't, I ain't that intrigued. You know, I don't I don't care about the footage. I'm just more like, okay. And nobody's really came out and said, like, what's the purpose of this documentary? Everybody's like, if you can explain to me the purpose of the reason behind why you want to do this, then maybe I'd be intrigued. But I don't see the purpose and the reason outside of just exploiting some people that you didn't got mad at, or I don't know. Like what the what is what you trying to yeah, well, you know, you trying to prove that the older generation, you know, was more can twerk better. I don't know what are you trying to prove. What is the purpose? Twerk what? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't. There's other terminology you can use as far as what was going on back then in that day, but we ain't gonna. I'm not even gonna. Anyway, so I'm a Mina Yuawi, and I'm a banker. <laughs> Those type of activities or things. I don't know what's going on in the world. And my blinders yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I don't, all yeah. Thing, all thing, all thing I would say this before we go is with all these, you know, everybody want to put together like these documentaries or like these uh, shows, uh, true story type shows or movies, whatever, you know, give us something that, you know, we've never heard about instead of stuff that we kind of like already know because i would like you back to the jeffrey Dahmer situation all right i wasn't watching that because i knew what happened you know it's like when you go back i remember i know you remember this uh it was a few years ago 2018 2019 ish when they did the uh people versus oj uh series you know like i lived through that i saw it on the tv like every night Yes, sir. we all we all watched it. You cannot every channel it was on there, you know. So it's kind of like I, I know I know what happened, know the outcome. 
people are, you know, they still have their uh, minds made up of what happened. But I know what happened. You know, all that stuff that we've seen has been very well documented. All right, cool. But bring us something that we probably never heard about or something that needs to be uh, brought up to light. And then, you know, I'll probably take a listen or take a look at it. So that's just me. You know, you're going to do something. But, you know, we, we all know it's all about the money is what could. No. It is. That's basically all it is. All it boils down to who can who can spill the most sexual beans out there. Who just who gets yeah. that juice? Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And um. But before we get the, out, can I do a little shout out? Can I do? A yeah. Go ahead. Song? Go ahead. Do a, as many shout outs as you want to. Okay. So again, let's revert back to my nonprofit that I'm involved in. One of them is Manifest Magic Black Girl Cooperative. This year, 2023, I am the project manager for um, the Juneteenth event. Um, I have a comedy show that's coming up um, Saturday, the 22nd. Um, <clears throat> and I would love people to show up and show out. Find me on Amina E at Facebook or the Amina E at um, in, on Instagram and get more information or email me at info at aminae.org and um, let me know what you're interested in finding out more about whether it's banking, whether it's not-for-profits, whether it's carceral young professionals, Habitat for Amenity, Manifest Magic, United Way, let's get you linked up. Uh, I'm, I'm your girl for all of it. Um, but anyway, back to Juneteenth. Uh, so we starting off June 17th with a parade. We are still collecting um, entrance for the parade. It's going to be dope. Um, I actually went through a very harsh experience with my sister during 2020. She caught COVID and uh, I'm excited that her and her group of friends are going to be in the parade just to celebrate life. Okay. So if you celebrate life, you just want to celebrate um, with us, I don't care if you're white, black, purple, green, I don't care. You are more than welcome to come join us in our parade this year. It's going to start at 10 o'clock on June 17th at the, um, or just come and view the parade um, at the um, Burke Cobb Community Center here in Clarksville, Tennessee. In addition, we're going to have our Juneteenth Festival um, that starts at two o'clock at the Emerald off of Madison Street. <clears throat> it's going to be crazy dope. We got um, a kids zone that includes um, an arcade, uh, the, the rolling arcade in Clarksville. They're coming out. We got a spa for the kids. Um, we have bouncy houses. We got the food trucks. We got vendors inside. Like you don't want to miss it. Um, and I'm pretty sure, sure, excuse me, that there's many events going down in, in Clarksville on Juneteenth because we it's a federal holiday. More people willing to celebrate. We spread all out and it's all good. Enjoy them. Come indoors and enjoy us at the Emerald. We'll be glad to have you. We're looking for vendors and sponsors still and anybody who's willing to participate or have any information, get any information, hit me up, Amina E. Um, as on Facebook and the Amina E on Instagram. And again, my email is info at aminae.org, A-M-I-N-A-H.org. Or you can give me a call, text me, call me, 
I'm here. That's all I want to say. And um, the is there a deadline for the entry to the parade or anything like that? Uh, or is it just... Okay, okay. Deadline, I'm gonna give it about a week before the uh event for the for the parade entrance. So we can line you up in there anytime. We taking floats, we taking vehicles. If you got a vehicle you wanna just deck out and come through, hey baby, we is celebrating Juneteenth this year. And the theme is we are one. And you can take it how you want it, because we are one, we in this together. Um and we'll love to have everybody involved in the community. You don't have to, like, again, the business don't have to be a Black-owned business. You can be my bank. I'm trying to get them involved. I'm on both ends. And um, we already got U.S. Bank involved. We got some fun. Come on. Enjoy the parade. Come be with us. Come celebrate. Go out into the community. Enjoy whatever other festivities and come through. See us. We got a VIP section. We got the jazz um, bands coming. We got a Battle of the DJs. I'm talking about it's going to be live. You don't want to miss it. So, yes. So, if somebody wants to sponsor, if somebody wants to sponsor an event, uh, sponsor, be one of the sponsors, I'm sorry. Uh, so, they still contact you? Okay. Yeah, they can They can contact me at info at amina.org or they can contact me through um, Juneteenth at manifestmagicbcg.org. Um, and then they also can text. So if you want to be a sponsor, you can text 931-340-7411. You can text Juneteenth to that number. Again, you can text Juneteenth. Just text that word Juneteenth to 931-340-7411. And you can have, you get, it'll send you a link to fill out a form to be a vendor. If you want to be in a parade, if you want to be a sponsor, if you want to be a volunteer, if you just want to help out, if you just want to donate, baby, come play with us. Definitely, definitely. We would love to have you. We would love to have a good time. I'm all about a good time and good positive vibes. We, 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 hey, I'm, I'm accepting all positive energies, all positive vibes, all good feels for Juneteenth. Um, we just want to celebrate and have a good time and enjoy. Enjoy the enjoy the day off. Enjoy the time. Enjoy the the federal holiday that was given to us. Um, yeah, and have opportunity. You got opportunity to make money. Whatever the case may be, come on. Right. And, and if y'all if y'all don't know where the Emerald is at, um, if you're from Clarksville, I'm gonna let you know it's the old uh, Rainbow Skate Ring. So that's where if you know what that's where it's at. So for y'all who uh, Need to know the location. That's where it's at. Um, but I'm, I know Miss Amina will actually put the address up there as well. So all the info she will have. Uh, so y'all please just contact her and and you know let's enjoy let's uh, let's enjoy the day. You know let's, let's enjoy, enjoy the day it together. Why not? Let's definitely, enjoy it definitely. together. And it's a, and I will say again. Um, I'm part of Manifest Magic Black Girl Cooperative. It's a group of Black women that get together and we uplift the community. It's a nonprofit. All of us who are involved in this event, Juneteenth, we're, we're putting in our time and effort for free. Everything that we're giving to the community is for free. We're not getting benefited from any of it, right? Outside of seeing 
y'all seeing the community get together and have a good time, you know, outside of giving the community an event. Um, even with the um, comedy show, like, again, it's something that I'm putting my energy into to give the community at a, um, an event to give back. Um, Manifest Magic, their whole, the whole organization as a whole, invest in our community as far as mental health. And I, I won't even get into how much we need mental health in, our, in the community that we're living in. Um, but we have free start. We give affordable mental health programs where you can come in. Sometimes the programs are for free. And again, it's a group of Black women who decided to donate their free time to give back to the community that we live in. And again, um, build relationships within the community, support our community, support women, support, you know, um, the mental health initiatives. So we would just love to have you there. Just show up, just come by and say hi. Just come. And if you see me, I, I look, I, I don't do that funny stuff. Like if you see me, just have to be like, hey, like, Show some love. I'm all about love and happiness and peace, man. So, um, so yeah. Don't yeah, be no strangers. All I'm saying. Don't be no strangers. No. I ain't gonna be no don't strangers. be. Don't be. Don't yeah. be any strangers. Don't be any strangers. Yeah. Let's go and have a great time, man. Uh, Juneteenth, man. You know, June seventeenth. Uh, I know a lot of people gonna be off that weekend, so yeah. please come out. You know, show love, show support, holiday. have a great time. You know, stuff like that. I know I'm gonna be out there, so. I'm about to check y'all out there too. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll, I'm a, I'm gonna be out all day. I'm just gonna let you know. I'm gonna be out all day. But if guess you what? see it's me, just say it. hi. Say hey, because you know this is our first time meeting. I ain't never met you before. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Been a pleasure having me on the show. Like it's awesome um, platform, and I thank you. But if you see me at the June scene, just say hey. Are you a leader? Hey, I say hey back. You and your wife, tell her, come on, party with us. <laughs> definitely, definitely, we'll do that. Uh, so, yeah, we're coming to the end of the episode right now. Uh, I just want to thank Miss Amina for coming on and uh, having fun with me. You know, we're going to get her to watch a couple of scary movies one day. So we'll see how that works out. <laughs> but uh, I'll usually get, let my guests to have the last word. So, Miss Amina, uh, anything else you want to add or anything else you want to say, the floor is yours. I don't have much to say, but get involved in the community. If you want to be involved and don't know where you fit in, I am glad to point you to any one of my organizations that I'm involved in, whether it's Clarksville Young Professionals, whether it's Habitat for Humanity, whether it's Manifest Magic Black Girl Cooperative, whether it's United Way, because I give back to them as well. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad to be a connector in the community and help you out. Give me a, um, hit me up at info at aminae.org. And again, my phone number is 931-436-5885. You can text me or call me. And I ain't gonna be no stranger. That's all I'm gonna say. Definitely, definitely. And y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Please uh, subscribe to Drinking After Dark Podcast YouTube channel. Miss Amina, this was fun. We're going to have to do it again. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Probably closer Thank towards you. the um, event. So I would. Let's do it. 
I would bring you on. I would bring uh bring back Juanita to come back on as well to talk come about on, it. Bring the founder you know, of the organization. Yeah, or, we or get on here together. Anybody else you know that want to come back on here as well during that time? Hey, I listen, bring my I'll, whole crew. Can I bring my whole crew? They're all welcome. Hey, you can bring it all up. Whole manifest crew up in here. Come on now. Definitely, Talk definitely. <laughs> all right, everybody. Until next time, this is your boy Darius from Drinking at the Dark Podcast, and we out. Peace. Get to the money, get to the money. Uh huh. Early morning, so you know that the money, so you know that the money. Gotta make sure that my family's straight. Gotta make sure that the kids and me. Get to the money, get to the money, uh-huh.